Welcome everybody to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. And I'm BJ. <laughs> that was a very unusually formal uh, response from you. I know, I thought I would take you by surprise. So next year is the 35th anniversary of Dragon Quest. The entire series, 35th anniversary, starts in 2021. And that means hopefully we're going to get lots of DQ goodies next year in the, and hopefully some of that will be in the West. Right. Uh, we know that Square Enix, Armor Project, they have things in store that year, but we don't know what exactly they're doing. We definitely don't know what's coming West, although we expect at least some of it probably will. I'm hoping that it will. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that this stuff is coming West. Yeah, I am too. I think, I think... I don't think all of it will get here, but I think a lot of it probably and will end up coming west just based on how much stuff we've gotten lately. Yeah. Most of the games, the new games at least, have have made it over here. The mobile games, uh, Dragon Quest, Your Story Movie, the Die anime. I mean, there's just lots of stuff that I didn't in a million years think we were going to get over here that we got and in English. And so because of that, I expect us to get at least at least some of it. Mm-hmm. We should. We absolutely should. So since it's Thanksgiving, last year for Thanksgiving, we thought, you know what? This would be a good time to create some wish lists for Dragon Quest Twelve because Black Friday is the next day. That This is kind of when people start getting in the holiday mood and st- start thinking of things that they want uh, for the holidays. So we thought, you know what? For this year, instead of talking about Dragon Quest Twelve again, let's do wish lists for the... 35th anniversary of Dragon Quest, what we kind of like. And we kind of divided this up into basically three categories. Games, that's the big one. Toys, uh, collectibles, that kind of stuff. And then just other stuff in general. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. uh, Just kind of threw specificity out the window on that one and just called it other stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Let's Let's just jump straight into it and talk about games i wanted to bring this up just a little bit because i know we've talked about it around this time last year i really think a dragon quest 12 reveal is coming last last year i said that i thought we might get one before the end of 2020 and that was before covid19 and all of that stuff happened so now i'm gonna say that it's by the end of 2021 even last year i was like maybe 2020 was a little too optimistic but I know that that's caused a lot of, of video game delays. And so in a normal year, would we have maybe gotten like a hero reveal or just some like artwork revealed already? Who knows? Because everything's just been delayed by like six months or more, it seems like. So yeah. I'm going to say now that I expect and I hope I'm putting it on my wish list that we get at least some Dragon Quest Twelve reveals before the end of next year. I'm hoping that we actually get it earlier in the year. Like, that's one that I really, really, really want to know about. Like, I don't even care if it's, like you said, art. I don't care if it is, you know, even a a title. I want to know that it's, I want to know that it is there and, like, that it's being worked on and what specific kinds of things we can look forward to. And I'm hoping it comes early on. Like, I want to know at least one concrete detail, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's... I, I'd i be... Honestly, I'd be happy with just them kind of doing the Dragon Quest Eleven thing where it's like, hey, this is what the hero looks like, and maybe you don't know really anything else. 
Yeah, that would that would be fine. And I I wasn't really paying attention to Dragon Quest at all during the initial announcement for Eleven. So I've only read like the retrospectives on seeing the hero, seeing the luminary and seeing the colors that he had. Like, oh, my goodness, is this guy going to be evil somehow because of the purple and green and demon or a dragon lord stuff? So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of stuff they do with 12. Um, I'm I'm really, really crossing my fingers that is early next year because they mentioned was it last year that Dragon Quest 12 was in development or in the early stages of development? And we haven't heard anything else since then. Yeah, I think it was back in like the summer of 2019. It was like, hey, this is it's probably being made. We think it's in development. And then uh, it was at the end of last year uh, when in Yuji Hori's letter, he like officially confirmed like, yes, it's in development. Yes, it's still a ways off. Yeah, uh, we're working on it. I'm hopeful that with the 35th anniversary, we'll get some announcements. Mostly, though, with the stuff with the 35th anniversary, I'm just kind of hoping for 4, 5, and 6 on Switch. Right, yes. I mean, it seems like with most gaming anniversaries, most of the time they re-release some of the older games and stuff like that to celebrate it. So I'm hoping that we get 4, 5, and 6 on Switch or next-gen consoles. And I'm also hoping that uh, the Die Infinity Strash game will be out next year and yep. will be in the West next year. I'm I'm really my my crossing my fingers on this one is that we have a simultaneous release because of just how much more popular DQ is in the West right now than it ever has been. How with the release of the hero we have the uh, more people being aware of it with the die anime actually coming, you know, being uh, being put into English at the same time as it being released in Japan. I'm really hopeful that we get a simultaneous release in the West and in uh, Japan for that one, because I want Infinity Strash probably more than any of the other like games that we could have because we know it exists. Like everything else is conjecture, things that uh, that we want, that we're wishing for. Infinity Strash is coming, and so I'm hoping it comes to both next year. Well, Dragon Quest Twelve we know is coming, so you'd rather have Die than Dragon Quest Twelve. I would rather have Die come out first for Dragon Quest Twelve because more development time means a better game. I'm gonna say. Okay, okay. I mean, I don't expect Dragon Quest Twelve to come out next year. No, just, no, 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 not just, at all. I was just wondering uh, how, just how excited you were for Die. The other thing I kind of had on my list for what I would like, uh, Dragon Quest IX Remake. That's something that's been rumored ever since they did the anniversary uh, celebration and mm-hmm. seemed to patch up their stuff with Level 5. You know, back when Level 5 finished up Dragon Quest IX, they did not end on good terms to the point that Level 5 wasn't even invited to like the release party there in Japan. Yeah, and that's just really crazy to me because I can't imagine that kind of corporate blowout where another company's not even invited to something they worked on. That's really foreign to me. So I'm glad that they're playing nice again. Yeah, and and now we I mean it's been we've known that level five has had financial trouble for like the last like four or five years. We knew that that was happening. Then they closed down their North American branches uh, about a month ago. Yep. So I'm not sure how Level 5's financial issues 
uh, how that's gonna affect all of this but i would like to see a dragon quest 9 remake right now it's still just a rumor i think there's a good chance for it coming out i hope it would come out on switch instead of mobile but i think the i think of all the other rumors that people are wanting like the dragon quest 3 remake and things like that i think dragon quest 9 remake has the most likelihood of happening at this point Really? See, and I think it is the remakes of 4, 5, and 6 on Switch. That one feels more likely than a 9 remake for me. Well, those wouldn't be, those aren't remakes. Those are just ports. They would just port those over from mobile like they did for 1, 2, and 3. Well, true, true. Yeah. Uh, a 9 complete remake, it would be a, a more of a, yeah, 4, 5, and 6 would be more like 1, 2, and 3 being yeah, put I'm over. Talking about in terms of remakes, I think a Dragon Quest 9 remake is probably the most likely at this point of all of them but i mean who really knows i see you have some games though on your list as well i want rivals to come across in english because i've really enjoyed what i've played of the game in japanese but playing a card game in japanese is not exactly the easiest thing when you uh don't read or uh, or speak anything so it's fun i like the setup for it so i would like to play it in english and then the Monsters games that they've ported over to the Switch, I would like those to exist in English as well. Like, they're already on Switch, and we have English scripts, so please, I would love it, please. Like, that's what I want. Like, I want to be able to play the original Monsters games on Switch. I really like the Game Boy ports that they've done of a lot of the other stuff, like the Final Fantasy Adventure and the Collection of Mana, so I'm hoping that the Monsters remake gets over on Switch, too. Yeah, I would love that to happen, and I mean, Monsters is all, like you said, Monsters is already on Switch. So maybe they could just like translate it and we could get it over here. That'd be really cool. Honestly, though, I expect most of the 35th anniversary stuff to be more like product related than game related. If yeah. I'm being honest, I think that as a fan, I and a lot of people in the fandom really want the games, but just of course, realistically, I think most of probably what we'll be getting for the 35th anniversary will be tied to like collectibles and toys and other things like that, which is, which is kind of why I split these up uh, for those categories today, because I just kind of, that's kind of how I see it all happening. Um, before we get into talking about like toys, all the other stuff that we're going to talk about today. Let's have a little shameless self-promotion. We also shameless, shameless, sign up for our Patreon, shameless, do it. So we have a Patreon page that I'm going to let BJ tell you guys about just really quickly. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash dragonquestfm where you can get stickers, you can tell us what to talk about, you can even get a mini metal mug, (laughs) that's fun to say, uh, if you're a patron uh, long enough, so go over to patreon.com slash dragonquestfm and support the show. Yeah, that's right, and I did it last year, so I'm doing it again this year, even though there's way more people to thank, but since we're prepping up for Thanksgiving, I'm going to take a moment to personally thank every single one of our patrons really, really fast. So special thank you to Julian, Matt Ryback, Kevin Online, Abigail Serverson, Keith Bolin, Bobby Bozeman, Timothy Biley, Sonic U, Brad Anderson, Ryan Molina, Roto Middenhall, Jennifer Wood, Mark M, Carrie I don't know how to say that. A-E-R-C-G. It's just a air. Citrus C. Lindsay Doze. Chris Rowland. Timothy Franks. Wesley Ray. Todd Sullivan. 
Game Apartment 1C, that's Dan, Ty Robertson, DJ Pimp Daddy, Steve, and Andrew Wyant. I think I got everybody. <sighs> now take a breath. Yeah, I think that was everybody. But seriously, thank you guys so much for supporting our podcast. I know that with coronavirus and everything else, it's been so crazy this year that uh, sometimes, you know, money is a little bit harder to come by. And I'm just, I'm very thankful to all the people who are willing to support us every month. And I mean, it just really means a lot, especially when times are harder that people just continue supporting this podcast. So seriously, thank you guys so much. And I'm very sorry that I don't take the time to thank every single one of you specifically every single week, but, <laughs> but thank, seriously, thank you guys so much for just supporting us. And we really, really do greatly appreciate it. It's true. And your support this year has meant more, because of the situation, then uh, then I think we're able to say where uh, the support has really helped out this year in a couple of situations where we were able to keep going because of it. So thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Like, for instance, I'm cool with talking about this, OK, because maybe somebody listening, this can help them out, too. So I actually lost my job because of COVID-19 back in toward, toward the end of like April, because mm-hmm. the work I had was dealing with people. And when you can't be around people and doing events for, you know, Southern Florida, when everybody's on lockdown, all that kind of stuff dries up and the hotels, country clubs, things like that, that my company had been working with, all of that work kind of dried up. And it really was one of those things for like a good, like three, four months. I had like no job. I did daily quarantine casts to keep myself sane. And <laughs> yep. Which you can find on our Patreon at patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. And and BJ was kind enough to just send me all the Patreon and ad money instead of splitting it the way we usually do. Because that, and I mean, I applied for like the COVID-19 unemployment stuff, but I mean, that's not very much in the state of Florida. Not enough to really live on. So I mean, between that and the Patreon money, I mean, that was literally what I used to like buy groceries for like a good like four months you know and so anyway thank you guys uh and times are tough i get that thankfully i mean it's worked out for me i have a a new job writing about video games full-time that i really love and so i mean there is a happy ending there but for about four months it was extremely stressful and so anybody out there listening who's experiencing some of that stress uh hang in there and it will hopefully get better. Yeah. So like we said, thank you. It really does make a difference. And we wanted to call that out where where you may think, you know, some some patrons and or well, some shows Patreons uh, are, are there, but like you are making a personal difference. So thank you so much. Yeah. Also wanted to talk about with holidays being right around the corner. We asked people on Twitter uh, for on our Dragon Quest FM account. If they would share their uh, their stores with us, like Etsy, Redbubble, whatever they have, if they would just reply to this thread with links to their store so that Dragon Quest fans will know where to shop for Dragon Quest items. So artists, crafters, all kinds of people have responded to that. The last time I checked it before we recorded, they were still responding to it. And so we're going to link to that in today's show notes. But as it's getting closer to the holidays here, if you want to buy some of your friends some Dragon Quest goodies and you want to support fellow Dragon Quest fans, uh, then I encourage you to check out this thread on our Twitter account and just 
you know, browse all the different uh, stores that are on there. Like we've said before, Dragon Quest fans, we've got some really talented artists and crafters within the fandom. And so be sure to support some of those people. I have bought from a few of them already, and I've bought a few of them extra, uh, including one of BJ's Christmas presents this year is actually from, (gasps) I'm not going to say who it is or what it is yet because I don't want to ruin the surprise. But uh, but you have you have one coming uh, next month. I asked if they could hold it until Christmas and send it close to uh, Christmas time. Uh, so they'd awesome like a present. But anyway, the links in there, you can check it out in the show notes. So just click on over there, browse through those stores and hopefully buy some cool Dragon Quest stuff. Yeah. And also it's the holidays and uh, we're approaching that season. So we would also like to just ask uh, for a gift. Uh, if you would take the time to click over and give us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, you don't even have to leave a written review. A lot of times you can just leave a star review like on Apple Podcasts. It really helps and it shows people uh, that we have an active community, that we're putting out content and that we're worth listening to. Which, if you think we're worth listening to, please do that. It would be it would be great. So thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. So getting back into today's episode, let's talk about toys. This is this is where <laughs> you, I don't know if you can hear me, but my hands are rubbing together in excitement because this is where a lot of my 35th anniversary wish list is coming from. Because the right. the games are cool. I love the games, but I really expect us to get some like limited edition anniversary goodies this time around. So one thing that I could totally see them doing that I wish they would do is coming out with like a 35th anniversary figures releasing of all the heroes. They did this back mm. for the 25th uh, anniversary. And I have some of those figures. I have the, it's the hero from Dragon Quest one, two, three, four, five, and six. I have all of them, but six uh, in the box sitting up on my shelf. They look amazing uh, from the 25th anniversary. And I would like them to do that for the 35th anniversary of all the heroes, because outside of the play arts figure for eight, which looks, which isn't to scale with a lot of the other figures. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. There it's bigger. The play arts figures were bigger than like the bring arts and some of the other figures. So, Oh, so the play arts figures are, are, are noticeably bigger. So I'd like maybe some kind of eight figure to go along with it, but also seven, the, the hero for seven, to my knowledge, the only figure that exists is there's a diorama of of the hero along with Kiefer and Maribel uh, in there with the, with the temple. Yeah, I think I've seen that and one. And it's a diorama, and that's the only figure that I know of that exists for seven. I don't think any exists for nine. And so there's one that exists for ten, which I have that go- comes with the Galapagod turtle. Uh, from yeah, the, yeah, that looks really cool. Yeah, but but my point being is that there's a lot of Dragon Quest hero figures that don't that aren't out already. So I'd like to see a cool kind of like they did, you know, the Polygon collection figures they did for Final Fantasy VII. Yes, which are also really cool. I keep looking at, but I'm like, mm. so yeah, I would love those for uh, for for Dragon Quest. Yeah, I wish they would do that, but with just all the heroes going from one through eleven. I mean, that would be yeah. that'd be really cool. And what I would love for those, like, you know how the, the Final Fantasy ones are in the original PS1 style of the the polygonal models, the polygonal models. Um, I would love to have the original sprite-based ones up through where you see the original models that they used in game up to where you have the 3D ones uh, as you move forward. Like, that would look really cool. Yeah. 
the other thing we have to kind of talk about here with the 35th anniversary is you just know that in Japan, they're going to do all sorts of crazy cool stuff. I'm sure there's going to be like limited edition swag at Luita's bar and things like that happening in Japan. But in the West, I don't really know that we're going to get any kind of corporate tie-ins for the 35th anniversary. Right. Um, I mean, it's been done before Dragon Quest Builders had a weird tie-in with uh, Minchie's, the frozen yogurt place. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know. I, it. I, I wasn't playing DQ games very much at the time of the first one's release, so I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, Woodus from the Dragons Den. Uh, he's he's the one that actually told me that. I can't even remember what oh. we were talking. We were talking about uh, tie-ins on Twitter a couple of years ago, and yeah. he showed me the Minchie's cup. I mean, it's just one of those cardboard, you know, kind of cups like you would get at a frozen yogurt place. But it has uh-huh. it has the hero from Dragon Quest Builders on it and everything. the The only Minchies that's close to me is like three hours away. Yeah, I mean, there's not one anywhere near me. Like, I don't even know where the closest one is. I've just seen them when I've traveled. Yeah, so those kind of tie-ins do exist, but it's not nearly as common as it is over in Japan. And honestly, I'm I don't have my hopes up that that kind of thing is happening uh, this year <laughs> or next year. Yeah, next year, I mean. Rather. It would be it would be really awesome. I know I saw somebody I can't remember who it was that posted it on Twitter. Uh, I just kind of ran across it that they were in Japan right now, and there is a Dragon Quest walk, a DQ walk promotion going on with the ATMs. Like when they went up to use the ATM, there was a DQ walk thing that uh, tied in with it. So I thought that was just friggin' awesome that like banks are getting into that kind of thing. Kind of like when Pokemon Go was nuts here in America where everywhere was a Pokestop and they had their signs up to get people in. That's that's what is going on right now in uh, DQ uh, with DQ Walk in certain parts of Japan. So I'd like that kind of thing in America next year. And hey, let's have DQ Walk in America next year while we're at it. <laughs> I would also, since we know die stuff is coming next year, I'm also hopeful that we get some inexpensive die figures because mm. we know we've seen prototypes of a die figure already. We don't know the price yep. of it. The older die figures really cost a lot of money now. And honestly, they don't look that great. They're like early 90s figures. So they're uh-huh. like the figures that I had of like Star Wars and like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Cowboys of Mumesa, where they were really hey. cool back then. And I like them. I've kept those toys because they're okay. special to me, but they don't look as nice as, as some toys do now. You know what I mean? Oh, no, absolutely not. I was like, but don't you speak ill of the Cowboys of Mumesa? No, no, I, I still got mm-hmm. most of those toys, probably. Yeah, I do too. They're in a they're in a box in my middle room. Not Cowboys. I actually don't have Cowboys of Mumesa toys. I I never actually collected those, but I loved the show. I'm hopeful for those. I'm also thinking because it's it's the 35th anniversary of the series, but it's really the 35th anniversary of the first game. And so because of that, I'm really expecting to have some 35th anniversary figures for Dragon Quest one. I think bring arts kind of seems the most obvious choice because they don't have any bring arts figures for Dragon Quest one yet. And so I'm kind of hopeful that maybe we'll see like the hero, the dragon Lord, who knows, maybe even the princess, maybe some, some of the uh, monsters figures and stuff from the first one. Right. Um, But I definitely think, probably a bring arts figure for the hero and possibly dragon Lord are very likely. Yeah. I see. I see that as being probably the most likely thing that we're going to get. 
I'm really hoping for me, just in terms of toys, that they've done a really good job this year of releasing all sorts of new, cool, like, household stuff. Like, I would like to see uh, more Spirits of Lost Time stuff. Like, there's all sorts of slime stuff, but I don't have any of, like, Karuchi, like your big Karuchi plus that, plush that you have. Um, I really want stuff like that. Like, I would love to have uh, the Kalasmos uh, different, like, the dark spirit and stuff like that of uh, plushes and stuff released. Like, that's something I would like to have in my collection. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I want that in my collection now, too. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, it's one of the coolest things. Like, I took so many screenshots of that in DQ11S, and I'm really looking forward to, like, finding cool stuff to have. Like, I've got all sorts of nerdy stuff on my desk here all of the time. Like it would be nice to have a uh, d- like dark spirit of lost time uh, beside the blurch and the tonberry and slime night just right there. It'd be perfect. And it doesn't exist. So. <laughs> so ignoring that creepy, creepy baby prying thing. Um, also, since having kids, I don't know if other parents are like this, but anytime I hear a baby crying now, I get super anxious and like my stress goes through the roof. I don't doubt that. Like, I, I, I understand that. Like, like Grace and I, we've talked about this. We're like, we're watching TV shows at night and a baby starts crying for like comedic effect on like Superstore <laughs> or like Parks and Rec. And both of us just get really tense and we're like, we can't enjoy this part of the show until that baby shuts up because we've been so stressed from having kids of our own that whenever we hear the crying, it's just like, it's not even like a parental thing. It's just like something clicks in me where I'm like, oh crap, what did my kids do? We're like, oh crap, I got to wake up and go see like who's having nightmares or who needs milk or who needs whatever. I get that. Like even even not having kids, like we were watching Friends and it was like the first episode after Rachel brings Emma home and we're sitting there and like she's crying and the entire thing is that she's crying and won't stop crying. And I'm sitting here like a little anxious, like this is why I don't have kids. This would drive me insane. I think I might like go nuts if they don't shut this kid up on TV. Like this is specifically why I don't have kids right now or ever. Uh, because like, yeah, I, I, so having kids, you having kids, I really understand. Like I can put myself in that situation and be like, yeah, I I know why that would be, that would, that would be it for me too. (laughs) So other stuff, other stuff for Dragon Quest, uh, 35th anniversary. This is high up on my wish list. It might seem a little silly, but I think there's a chance of this happening. I would really like for there to be like this cool limited edition, Erdrick sword and shield set that would just be amazing like a like a one-to-one scale set for this they, they have that sword they have a one-one scale sword it's a real sword mm-hmm. it's metal uh, but it's like 400 500 600 dollars uh for to find it on ebay or auction sites i mean it's a uh-huh. lot of money now too much mo- more money than i'm willing to spend for a sword Right. And I, I would yeah. love for them to to do some kind of because it's for Dragon Quest one. I, I would love for them to re-release some of these armor pieces, like the sword and everything. I just think that would be so cool. And I don't own any swords, but this I would totally own it and I would keep it behind my door the way some people keep like baseball bats and stuff in case somebody breaks into the house. <laughs> I would have Erdrick's sword. And so if anybody tried to break into my house, I would strike them down. (laughs) That is, you need to put a dollar in the jar. (laughs) 
No, but that would be awesome. Like I see sets like that and I always get jealous of the people who have them because it would be so awesome to like have hanging on my wall. Like one of the things I have is just a Captain America shield that hangs on my wall just because I love that kind of thing. Like I would love to have an Erdrick sword and shield. I would also like to have kind of a and this kind of goes in with toys, but like the hero's armor, like just a set of armor on a stand where like you see in movies, like just the the suits of armor empty standing up. I would like about a 15 inch set of armor on an armor stand of just the hero's armor. I think with kind of a chromed blue on all of it would look really, really cool. I know that's unlikely to happen, uh, especially compared to like the likely to have a sword and stuff like that would be, we'd be way more awesome. But for some reason, I just see the, the DQ, the DQ one hero in an armor stand. And I just really want that. Like that's something my brain came up with. And it's like, man, that doesn't exist. You should put that armor on and then I will beat you with my Erdrick sword. And we will see how good the armor is. Do you think I'm 15 inches tall? (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant like a life-size armor set on a stand. No, no. I said like 15 inches tall to put on the desk, like a a scaled version, but not too scaled. Okay, I missed that part. I missed the 15 inches part. (laughs) Oh, no. I can't even imagine how like (laughs) $15,000 would be to have an actual armor set like that. Can you imagine Jennifer, like me trying to be like, hey, honey. Instead of getting that new car we need, how about the suit of armor? <laughs> like, no, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, but no, I'd like to have like a scale one on my desk to, like, like to. I, okay, so I have like the you know those forces of destiny dolls that they made for Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I have the Sabine one, and it has armor that comes off of it. Like, I want one of those, like, 12 to 15-inch things like that, where I can play with the armor. Like, my favorite thing, I have that one, and I have it sitting out so I can take her helmet on and off, because I love the helmets. Like, I want that for DQ. Okay, yeah, I got it. I mean, that. yeah, okay. Yeah, I get it. So, I love art books. Everybody who's listened to more than, oh, like, man. three episodes of this podcast knows that I love art books, because I, because I mention it often. You know this. So I, I wasn't sure I would love, I don't think we'll get an illustrations art book necessarily because the Toriyama Dragon Quest illustrations, which is great, came out for the 30th anniversary of the series. And so right. I don't think, I mean, there's only really been, there's been like what, one or two, two Dragon Quest 10 expansions and Dragon Quest 11 that's really come out since then. So yeah. it's not an incredible amount of stuff to necessarily warrant them just re-releasing that book with the new art, even though I guess it's possible. I would really love like a 35th anniversary, like just history of Dragon Quest, like compendium, kind of like they do the Ultimania stuff for Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like where they have it split into the different games, but have them very in-depth for the volumes that they do have. Yeah, I would love something like that, where just kind of basing it off the way the Ultimania stuff does, you could totally do one for like the Erdrix trilogy, you could do one for the Zenithia trilogy, you could do one for like 7, 8, 9, and then you could just do one for 10 and 11 maybe, or or combine those. I mean, the Ultimania combined a lot of the later ones, but... But I don't know. It just seems like something that should be done. And <laughs> yeah. if they don't split it up, they could even just do like one huge, you know, compendium that goes through that just explores a little bit of the games where it's art, but it's also kind of like insider insights with things that went into it and kind of like right. uh, 
kind of like the uh, storyboarding and stuff that they have in the Ultimania mm. books, where it just has all of this different kinds of, of behind the scenes creation process stuff along with the art that I would just absolutely adore. And I feel like the 35th anniversary would be a great time for Dragon Quest to get its own kind of Ultimania uh, book series. Yeah, that would be really, really, really cool. And it really would be the best time like right now to have that. Um, I kind of expect them to have art books and that kind of thing when they do the the big announcements of everything, where that's just that's almost a no brainer to me. As many art books and as popular as those are these days among video game fans. It seems like a no brainer, but I'm like, why haven't they done it yet? <laughs> that. Fair enough. I mean, that <laughs> that makes sense. You're right. Yeah. I mean, even it's not even just that they haven't done it for the West. It's they haven't done that period. And period. So, yeah. There's not even Japanese versions of it. Yeah. So I'm just like, get on that, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yuji Hori pointing my finger, wagging it. Like, hmm. Yeah. Yuji Hori is leaving a one star review of this podcast now. He is. You know, I would take a one star review from Yuji Hori. Because that means Yuji Hori has listened to this. <laughs> he's not listening to this. <laughs> he's not. Like, he's not. There, there's no way that's ever going to happen. But I'm just saying, if Yuji Hori is like one star, don't like, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I still love you, Yuji Hori. Screw you, Yuji Hori, but I still love you. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Uh, be sure to let us know uh, through our various social media accounts on Patreon, wherever. Some of the things that you're really hoping for with the 35th anniversary, because I'm sure there's things that we have not thought of that you guys have thought of that we really would be excited to hear about and and think about coming out for the 35th anniversary. So you can totally do that. We're on Twitter at Dragon Quest FM. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dragon Quest FM. We also have a Facebook, facebook.com slash Dragon Quest FM that we neglect more often than we should, but we do have, we do have that. So there's plenty of ways to just get in contact with us and respond and let us know what you would love to see take place and be a part of the 35th anniversary, whether it's games, toys, other stuff, all caps, exclamation point, or whatever. Just let us know. If you want to talk to me directly, you can totally do that. I'm on Twitter at Dragon Quaston. I have a weekly Dragon Quest blog, fairly weekly Dragon Quest blog. It's a little more regular now than weekly uh, since doing the podcast True. and everything. Uh, it's not quite as as regular as it usually is, but it's still regular. And you can find that at DragonQuestAustin.com. I also have another podcast. It's called JRPGs and Me. So give that a listen too. And you can find me on Twitter as at Professor Beach. And I would like to ask, we had talked about all of the creators in the middle of this episode. I would like to ask that if you're planning anything for the 35th anniversary and you're making anything cool uh, to, to celebrate that, let us know about it, too. Uh, like he said, Dragon Quest FM on Twitter, all of that. Uh, Professor Beach for me, I'm also on the geek to geek podcast that comes out every Wednesday night. Uh, you can find that at geek to geekcastcom We're part of a media network, the geek to geek media network, and we have video game reviews, blogs, live streams, all sorts of stuff at geek to geek And we also have discord and Slack. So all of the invite links are there as well. Join us and uh, talk about everything geeky. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye all.